are we calling him a race dictator instead of a race director? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Call him King Jong Un. <laughs> dodgy block. Yes, yes. This is the start of our new podcast, the One Stop Pit Stop Podcast, with your host, Umps and Dumps. <laughs> Umps and Dumps. Um, yeah, we'll just get straight into it. We're literally going to cover the whole of this season on the F1 circuit, starting right now, following the way, following the teams through their experiences, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Without further ado, I welcome you. Welcome. The, the, my, my my brother really <laughs> do you introduce <laughs> yourself <laughs> yeah okay uh, so i'm ronan i'm i'm dumps <laughs> dumps um, we're going we're going hard with the umps and dumps it <laughs> 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 stuck with us all this time we're sticking with it we're sticking with it uh right yeah so how was um how, how, what, what are you thinking right first of all should we start with how last season ended and what yeah. what you what what did you think of last season? Um, last season was great. Um, it was really competitive throughout the season. Um, Max and Lewis fighting very very hard to the last race. Um, a lot of controversy, obviously, at the last race, the last lap, essentially. Last um, lap. Yeah, and I I think I think Lewis got robbed like hands down he was in control of the race started started second took took max off the line stayed out in front by eight seconds until latifi bendits turn 14 brought out safety car max essentially had a free pit stop changed the tires lewis maintained track position and essentially Michael Massey twisted the rules to so allow are we calling one him, lap of racing. Are we calling him a race dictator instead of a race director? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Call him King Jong Un. <laughs> dodgy block. Someone check his bank statement. <laughs> Some dodgy money going to, going into that account. I am. Um, yeah, I. The procedures were not followed correctly. Um, you can't you can't say he's a cheat because he. I mean, there's a lot of pressure. He wanted to go racing for the last lap. Um, he tried to his best. Ultimately, he had all the team principals um, talking to him on the radio, trying to influence his decision, um, just to allow racing and. I think Lewis was very hard done by. Um, yeah. So do you think the right person won the season overall? No, not a chance. Not a chance. So I you think, think Lewis, Lewis should have been the eighth world time champion. Yeah. I, I'm the same. I think he got robbed. I, I'm going to be hands down. I think the, the the best driver lost on that day. And that, that's the yeah, way I, I see agree. it. Um, but are you, are you, is your anger more with the FIA or the race director at that point? Is it the FIA's failure in implementing the right sort of procedures in place so that 
stuff like this happens or doesn't happen, or is it all on um, the race director Massey? Ooh, to be honest, I don't understand why the race, why it went to the race director. Why didn't it go to the stewards? Because the stewards is essentially a democracy vote. Why, why did he choose essentially what was going on? Because for the last, for the, the entire season last, last season, basically, he, he over, not overruled the stewards, but it was a dictatorship. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand why there's one guy calling the shots and not. I, th- I, th- I think what also doesn't help is that he comes from a safety background, but yet in this one lap, this last sort of proportion of this race, he's decided to throw all his morals and where he's come from out, out the window and just just sort of bend the rules as much as he can to go, go Possibly, racing, as you said. The, the thing is, last season, the last race, the World Championship, and the constructors' championship on the line, um, and it was like the David versus Goliath fight essentially, and yeah. it had so many viewers across the world, mm-hmm. and it was like record-breaking numbers. And if it and if the race ended under a safety car, it would have not been good. It would have been so disappointing. I think anticlimactic. Yeah, there had to be this showdown in the desert and but it, yeah so it would have been better if they would after he'd binned it into the wall and sort of red flag it they sh- yeah they should in. have gone red flag everyone had a change of tires and then just gone for a restart off the grid i think the problem we got is that we got the sort of the hindsight, hindsight in our in our favor and it's sort of at that time when when you got uh, you know all these all these drivers on the race officials trying to find out what's happening and and to be honest he probably didn't even know himself at, at some point he's there rehearsing his lines <laughs> trying to read up on the rules midway because he ain't got a i don't think he had a clue to be honest i don't think anyone did so he just made it up as he gone along, and uh, well, ultimately he's been sacked, and he in the bin now. <laughs> <laughs> in the bin, he don't want none of that. Uh, should should we get into this season then? Because ultimately we're gonna be fall. Don't worry about last yeah. season, Lewis. You're back now. Stop crying. <laughs> I reckon he. I reckon he's got a good chance this season. So let's. Should we start with the new cars then? Should we? This season, yeah, new yeah. cars. What what what, yeah. what 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 have you seen and what, what are you liking the lock of? Uh, so these new cars, there's a lot, there's a lot that's changed. Essentially, the cars are more sleek, more crisp looking. There's less bodywork around the sides of the cars. There's no barge boards. Um, there's less wing, um, sort of turbulent air for cars to follow. So all the all the air that goes over the cars now is directed. To, um, straight up so cars can follow closely um, and they use downforce from the from the floor of the cars so it's called ground effect and essentially what it creates is a low pressure system below the car because all the air is getting sucked around it and over it and it just it's like a vacuum and it holds the car so it sinks to it the to surface. the ground almost yeah exactly um, 
and then so, you've also got the brand new 18 inch wheels as well um which yeah, is going to play a massive, a massive part i think a few of the drivers have been commenting that they're unable to see over these massive mm. wheels they're struggling to yeah. uh but hopefully it'll allow us to go quicker um yes definitely that's that's the aim because that's what we want to see we want to see them on the ragged edge I, I think we but, want to um, see more action. Will will these cars, or potentially what you've seen, will these cars allow for better action between racing between one another, or is it going to be going to be one one team one one team all the way? I think it's too early to call, but I think the design of the cars certainly look as if they're going to give us action the entire way and that hopefully it becomes more of a um a driver's driver's championship. ability championship yeah. rather than an engineering ability however that will still play a massive effect because the development of these new cars everything is brand new yeah. on these cars no one has a cl- all the no suspension one. all the floors all the aerodynamics the, the power units predominantly the same um but it's going to be a lot of um a lot of change this season yeah the, compared to last year they just look a lot beefier as in a lot a lot just just looking at a sort of first glance it just looks a lot more beefier a lot more I think last year it almost looks like the little brother, big brother, and that's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Before my eyes, you know, the bigger, bigger wheels, you know, and everything. But um, I suppose that's the evolution in in F one. We're sort of going into that next evolution of um, racing, really. Where you know, you go back in the sixties, you had these small little cars, gone into what what it is or what it has been, and going into these. Uh, going into this season now, you know, with the the back wing being curved and everything, um, I do like the look of that, and I'm hoping that um, the racing gets a lot, lot, lot more entertaining. And hopefully, yeah. So I, I who, uh, what team, what team, what team uh, cars do you like the look of? Because we've we've had about six release. Um, what team? Yeah. So so far, Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, McLaren. Aston Martin, Williams, and Haas have all launched their cars. We're waiting on Alfa Romeo and Alpine. Um, so far, the the, the best looking car to me is the Williams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What makes I it? Think, uh... Oh, I don't know. The, I think the livery is just it's popping. Do you like but, um, a green, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Aston Martin, you faggot. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Have I got my cars? Con- <laughs> Let's have a look. I'm gonna have to go. Hang on, wait there. Will William is car F. Have I just done a I've the first first podcast and I've already done a I, I've done a melt. Oh, here we go. This blue thing. This white and blue thing. What do you like the look on this? It looks Looking at the front wing, it looks similar to. Um, oh, actually, they've got a they've got a a lift lifted off the front nose. They're not the same as Mercedes. Mercedes front wing is all connected from the point, so the their nose is their first point out. But with this one, it seems to have a more of a last year's 
F knows to it. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the look of the F1, that car, the Williams F1 car. Yeah. So... It looks mean. It looks, yeah, the colours just sit well together, I think. Um, so you're obviously... expecting them to do well this year? I'm hoping so, for the sake of, like, British motorsport. Yeah. Um, but... It's essentially everyone's back to zero. Everyone's everyone's starting in the same place, essentially, with the cost cap now coming in. They have new cars from scratch. They also get um, restricted wind tunnel time and stuff. There's a lot more uh, regulations being put on this year, which I think is good for the sport because definitely for the last eight Eight, seven, eight years, there's been um, whoever had the most money sort of won, won it, essentially. But Yeah, exactly. So with um, with wind tunnel times, it's essentially the higher up on the previous season um, leaderboard you finished, yeah, the less wind tunnel time you get in development for the next season. Oh, right. So obviously Mercedes would have had a lot less time than, say, Williams, who, yeah. who were further back. On the, on the oh, it's definitely grid. good. Obviously, the 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 F one itself wants a more of competitive league, essentially. Uh, yeah. Definitely, but for me, I I'm liking the look of the uh, the Ferrari. To be honest, I like that donut shape. I don't know why it's a bold move, <laughs> and I think it's there so that when the air travels over, it sort of sinks the the car more to the ground again. Yeah. Um... But, but I don't know. I'm not Maybe sure. I'm when hungry. I seen the front, when I seen the front view with that Ferrari, I just thought it looked similar to the Millennium Falcon or a donut, and it I wasn't too keen. Definitely, it's got a ring around it. It's got a ring. It's got. A, it's got a ring to it, doesn't it? If you're lucky, you got to put a ring on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's maybe maybe it's there. Yeah, maybe it's time for them to climb back up. Uh, the rankings and get back to where, yeah. where where they should be, but um, they have been underperforming. Be nice to see him fighting for a title again. Yeah, or at least fighting for some in. <laughs> be great. Yeah, we do much. What um? Let's talk about drivers then. What drive? Well, let's talk about some of them moving. What What do you think of that then? Bottas moving, Lewis staying. Yeah, is another one. Yeah, so Mercedes, you've got an outstanding all British driver lineup. Um. So you've got George and Lewis. Lewis returning has done a a, a great um, publicity stunt, basically for F one and hang on. <laughs> we'll take this time to bring you the sponsor of this podcast. Nothing. <laughs> we have got one. Nothing. Nobody. We have got one. But if it's anyone out there, <laughs> whilst he's he's there with a the missus. Please advertise here. <laughs> yeah. Drop sponsor here, editor. <laughs> I'll be on that later. <laughs> but anyway, talk about these uh this Mercedes all British lineup as you uh I'm sure there's a picture circulating of Lewis when he was world champion. And, and his partner when he was 10 years old behind him. <laughs> have you not seen that? That's definitely no, something you have to watch. Um, but there's a lot of that uh, coming out where sort of young F1 drivers are sort of meeting their heroes as they're, as they're babies, essentially, and then lucky enough to be able to share the stage with them. 
but we'll get back to this. What what do you think about um so we go we, we touched on Mercedes a little bit. Um do you think they'll yeah. be in the title run-ins this year? Or is it too early still? They have to be. Like there's no other option for Mercedes. They have to be in the title. It's win or die trying, is it? Yeah, they've 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 got eight world uh, constructors championships. They've got to go for nine and make history. No other teams done eight. They got to go for nine, and Lewis wants his eighth world t- title. So yeah. All right, that's that's definitely. Yeah. Um, what about Red Bull? Should we go straight on to Red Bull and their movements? Yeah, Red Bull have stuck with their lineup with Perez and Verstappen. Um, Perez last season playing the ultimate wingman. Yeah. Literally trying to hold up last. Lewis as much as he can. And is, is Max then you could call Verstappen you could call Verstappen a world world champion. Yeah, but... I'd, I if I was Verstappen, I'd feel sort of it's a win, but it's not a win. You, it like, given yeah, uh, it, it would feel it wouldn't feel as satisfying as if you'd would have won it. In more of a manner of how we won some of the other races that season, and I think that's well. At the, at the end of the day, he's probably had a healthy bonus and everything, and that and everyone's then on the flip champion, side, you know. On the flip side, I mean, Verstappen, the the race, the seat, the championship is decided over twenty one races, yeah. and for it to come down to the last race, <laughs> there had there had to be like he won ten races last year. So I'm sure he uh, led Lewis Hamilton for most of them races. You know, I think the stats are all in his favor, but Lewis, uh, you know, just overtook him when, when, when needed or, or took him out in some races. (laughs) 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 So let's go. What what team do you want to jump onto now? Let's, let's go on. Let's go on to Williams. You mentioned him just, just now. Yeah. Okay. So we moved to Williams. Um, So Alex Albon is now coming back in. To Formula One, having taken a break from the Red Bull um, teams, um, and then he's partnered with Latifi. So who, like, he received a lot of death threats after the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, uh, having crashed in Turn Fourteen. Um, but yeah, he's he's partnering Albon as George has moved on to bigger and better things in Mercedes. Hopefully, yeah. That's, that's a fair. Um, should we move on now to McLaren? And I would say, arguably, they have the strongest two. Would you agree? Oh, do you think? So, I think George and Lewis is the strongest pairing. Yeah. But Ricardo and Norris. It just seems a more of a 50. I think Lando is still their number one driver, but I think it's more 60-40 split than a, than a Mercedes 90-10 split, as in sort of who's their number yeah. one driver in, in, in that sense. I always wanted to see McLaren do well. And um, last season, they actually snuck a win as well. So, do you, do yeah. you pre- Could you see McLaren winning another race this year? Yes. Yes, definitely. Who, who, who would your yes. money be on out of the two drivers that you have? Lando, Daniel? Norris. Norris, yeah. Norris, yeah. yeah. Seems like a good egg, that one. Let's <laughs> go to Alpine then. It sounds like something from the forest, but let's go in. We got, we got Ocon and Alan, Alonso. So what, what are you thinking about that? So Alonso's got 
a wealth of experience. And then yeah. Ocon has had a few seasons in Formula One now. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what Alonso can do to develop that car with all his knowledge um, to see if they can make it competitive to fight at the front. I'm sure you heard something saying that they dedicated a lot of last year's season, uh, last of year's time, uh, not on last year's car, but for the future for this car. So I'm expecting big things um, from Alpine, definitely better from last season, but um, maybe yeah, that's something I think to look out for. From halfway through the last season, uh, most teams sort of seem to stop developing their cars or bring upgrades and they just focus on the 2022 car um, because there's such a drastic regulation change. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Something had to be done anyway. Let's go on to um, Haas with oh, Mickey okay. Schumacher and Mazapin. Mazapan. Come on, myself. What do you think? Mazaspin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't gone down great for him since since that. What, what are you yeah, saying? His Formula One debut hasn't gone well. I, I think he's spent more time in the walls or spun out than. So is, he's, is um, that because he's unable to control the car? Is that because it's just, you know, he, he's young, he's new, he's sort of getting his feet in the water? What are you thinking? I don't know. I think the cars are incredibly d- difficult to drive. Um, oh, it's, it's hard to say. Like, the conditions, they're changing all the time on track. So you can't... Can't predict. Put it down to his ability or the car. You, you, it's, there's not. There's more. There's multiple factors. Well, I suppose Haas is a new team, essentially compared to a lot of the other well-established ones. Yeah. But what? What do you see them doing better this year, or are they going to be back, back of the grid? Or do you, do you see any of them doing, picking up, you know, a podium up or? Or anything of that sort, or do you do you think they're sort of mid mid table or, or or even worse? So Haas are a mid table team, or sort of yeah, the best of the rest because you have the Mercedes, the Ferrari, and the Red Bull top three teams. Yeah. This is talking from previous seasons, and then best of the rest you'd have um, the McLarens. Haas, the Alpha Tauris, all battling for like fifth, sixth, seventh place on a on a Grand Prix weekend, uh, basically to pick up as much points throughout the season just to tip a rival in the constructors championship at the end of the year. Mm. Right, let's swiftly move on to um, Alpha Romeo with their new driver, new number one driver, I'd say, in Bottas. What are you thinking? Do what 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 do you, do you see them doing better? Is has Bottas gone there to win stuff? Or has he gone there for a paycheck? Uh, Bottas didn't have a seat. Um so, was, so I'm guessing he's fr- yeah he's frantically looking around or his agent was frantically looking around for a seat to put him in this season. Um be interesting to see what he can do in a new car. Um, 
It's a bit weird, though, considering the cars are meant to be the same, but him and Lewis Lewis's performances was chalk and cheese. They were, they you would you know on a, on a on a an average day Lewis would pit, you know, beat him nine tenths of the time. So I don't know whether. I don't know whether he didn't get on with the car last season or whether the, his ability isn't matched to Lewis's. Um, I think all all F1 cars drive differently and the Lewis and Bottas have two very different driving styles. And I think since... Lewis has been at the team and been the number one driver for so long. They've developed the car around him. Yeah. So when Bottas, so when they've made the two cars and when Bottas has got in and he's tried to adapt his driving or try and develop the car his way, it, it's it's just not, it's not him. The package just hasn't suited his driving or he just couldn't get on with the car or consistently de- um, deliver. Yeah, definitely. Should we mention the other bloke as well? I, I, I'm I have no idea who he is and where he's come from. <laughs> Zuhu. Zuhu is Guan Yu. Zuhu. Let's just hope him best for future. <laughs> we'll mention him best. again, definitely. We'll have to give it a look, see, see what happens in the next. Now, what about Alpha Tori then? Alpha Tori. Well, what do you think? Alpha Tauri, the, the Red Bull spinner. Gasly and Sonoda. Um, yeah, Gasly's been driving the absolute wheels off that Alpha Tauri in the last couple of seasons since he got relegated from the Red Bull seat um, back to Alpha Tauri. Um, yeah, and he's he's been um, driving really well. And um, it'd be interesting to see what he can do. Do you see Alpha Tauri doing anything? crazy this year in a sense of picking up a podium or um, considering they are a, um, a Red Bull um, sort of sister then let's say then as a as a company do you, do you see them sort of emulating anything that Red Bull have gone on to do or at least picking up the, the right credentials to get there maybe yeah 100% everyone's got a chance to get on the podium this season I think um, just because this Everyone's starting from zero. There's 23 races uh, this season, and there's three spots on the podium each time. Yeah. Um, there's quick maths. going to be safety cars. There's going to be crashes at turn ones in multiple circuits. The circuits this season that we haven't raced on before. Yeah. So, well, the opportunity is there. The opportunities there for everyone, I think, and I, I hope there's more of a uh, mix of p- uh, uh, races on the the podium this year. I don't want it to be stale as what it has been. You know, it uh, before going into most races, you sort of tend to have a gut feeling of who is going to be on the podium. I'm hoping it's a bit of a mix this year. Yeah, bit of upset, bit of contrast controversy that we like to see it we'll be documenting it all here on the pit stop podcast we'll put a bit of <laughs> promo in it so going on to testing february the 23rd to the 25th how do you see yes. this going down oh so there's um there's a lot of speculation in the the f1 fans um world essentially that um, the first there's two there's two sets of tests in this season. The first set is in 
uh, Spain, and that's like yeah. not broadcasted. It's that you don't even get to see the live times of the cars, and it's literally I I think just to protect the F one brands because cars will break down and ultimately mm. crash for some reason or and because there's so much change they they didn't want to damage the f1 brand which is understandable yeah um and it's almost like a shakedown um and then they go to the actual testing then um and that's three days again so this season is six days of testing so 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 are they then starting the testing on the 20th instead of the 23rd and behind closed doors so again, they're um, sort of testing in before the main one. No, so that you have the first test from the 23rd to the 25th, and that's in Spain. And then you have the official tested in March, and that's the 10th to the 12th. Um, and that's in Bahrain before in Bahrain. the Bahrain so we're not Grand see the uh, following so week. Yes, yes. How, how, and then we go straight into the straight into the calendar a week after then. Yeah, yeah. And the first Starting Grand Prix is Bahrain. So um, yeah, the, hopefully the cars will have a lot of data from the testing, and then obviously the Grand Prix weekend the following week in the same location. Yes, definitely. We well, we'll be covering everything, all the uh, the action and races here on the Pit Stop Club podcast. <laughs> Pop that <laughs> in again. Uh, but definitely, we we will. We'll cover everything we need. Um, is there anything else that you uh, can think of on the top of your head? No. We've got yeah, to... so the, the, yeah. the, only, the only thing we haven't mentioned this season is the sprint qualifying. Um, so oh, They've changed it, haven't they? Yeah, so last season there was, um, I think there was six, and um, they wanted to bring six forward into this season. However, the teams sort of... They opted against um, it, didn't they? Yeah, they opted like, to yeah. rally together. Costs and they... too much money. <laughs> Joe's yeah, price exactly. of petrol at one point fifty. I don't think That's what they, they can't saying. accommodate that on this this fifty million pound budget. Are you mad? <laughs> yeah, so because of the ca- uh, cost caps, they only they've only opted for three sprint qualifying this season. Mm. So um, okay, that'd interesting. be interesting. Definitely. Is there any other news that uh, you 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 thought of? Oh. New race directors. They've sacked yes. him off. He's gone. Oh well, he's been offered a new role that um that we're unaware of and we haven't been told. Nobody knows about. And we've we brought in two new people. What do you think of these appointments? You know what? I would try and mention these names, but I'm you know do I do I even try? Um, oh, you're a brave man if you do. I don't I don't want to butcher anyone's name. Um. What do you but think yeah, of the appointment so this, of having two alternating then? Uh, so essentially, there's still one race director. Uh, they're just going to yeah. alternate weekends or race weekends. Um, but what they have brought in is like um, a virtual FIA referee, essentially, like VAR, a TMO in rugby TMO or VAR in football, yeah. And um, that's almost to aid the race director and making decisions and to hold him at, hold him to account basically with the decisions he's made over a Grand Prix. Um, and I think that's been a, a key aspect to why Hamilton has come back this season because 
he didn't want to race under the the same conditions and in which they robbed his title from him essentially yeah he'd um they He's Mercedes wanted that. change for the new season and they've got it for the better of Formula One. Is that more important then than sort of anything for Mercedes wise and probably for the sport that this this implication of I'm gonna try and say these names, Niels Wittich and Eduardo Frietas. That's all right. That sounds all that sounds good to me. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, I would too bad. I've replaced uh, Michael Marcy. So, you know, he was he was race director for three years of Formula One and ultimately he's paid the price. And he, but let's not beat around the bush. They had to, they had to have something be, had to been change, seen to they? have done something, haven't they? Like, they can't, yeah. after such controversy, they couldn't keep. But they can stay the same. There has to be a change. There's... Does this then ultimately prove that the uh, the race director and that sort of how it ended in uh, last, how it ended last season, that that ultimately Lewis should should be a champion, as the FA sort of agreed now that what happened was in inhumane to the, the or unsportlike to to the race in F one. Um, it sort of does put a blanket on it. Yeah, it does they, sort of accept the fact they that have they've sort of wrong. accepted what they what had happened wasn't entirely fair. The rules weren't followed to the letter of the law. Um, but I suppose they it's haven't. Just get on with the they haven't admitted it public publicly. So, um, they put new precautions in place so anything like this should never happen again yeah which I is think ultimately that's fair. more important than sort of banging on about history essentially because we all know lewis is gonna get there but it's, it's, it's whether uh... but I, i'd rather more of a competitive race this season going forward and seeing more of the controversy i like it when they crash i i hate to say it, but i do like it when i do like the contrast con controversy and everything in between but we're we're going to be here covering it all on the pit stop podcast with your with your hosts umps and dumps <laughs> you're all we're, weak we're always gonna laugh at that <laughs> we'll have to explain the story in another podcast future down the line <laughs> but what race <laughs> what race circuit are you looking forward to <clears throat> what race circuit out of the whole Ooh. calendar Oh, there's so many. Um, being British, I'm going to say the Silverstone Grand Prix only because I think it's such a quick track. Bigger tyres hopefully means more grip. Hopefully you can go faster. Yeah, I just think Silverstone with these new cars is going to be epic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For me, there's two I'm looking forward to. So one is Monaco, and I think everybody, every every F1 fan looks forward to that one on the racing calendar. And there's another one, the United States one. It was a new track, so it's still... It's, it's, it's a new track from... Because it came in last season. The Miami this, track. Yeah, it's a new... It's a new well, it's, it's, we, we know a little bit about it. It sort of has uh, two sort of long straights. 
and I'm just just interested to see how how these new cars perform in it. To be honest, and uh, they've signed a deal, I, I I believe, till 2026. So so we are definitely going to see it for another four years, which is good. That's for good. The, good for the the sport and motorsport. But um, hopefully, with um with Monaco, with the cars being so competitive and oh, Monaco's round crazy round seven. Um, hopefully, it's going to be. Qualifying is going to be insane with cars absolutely ripping it up around Monaco. Okay, to so I, get on pole. Definitely, definitely, like to. Well, we'll be covering everything on the pit stop podcast. <laughs> All right, then to finish off, who who do you think is going to win the constructors championship and the the drivers title? Mm. Give me your predictions. Okay. For me, Mercedes is going to win the constructors and then the drivers. No, I'm going to change it. I'm going to have Lewis win the constructors. I'm changing it. I'm having Lewis win the constructors, but Ferrari win the drivers and then Ferrari win the constructors. I like this donut. Maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> what, oh, what's your that, thought? That's that's bold because that's I was bold. thinking exactly the same. Is it? We we both got we both got Ferrari to win the country. Are we saying this here now? We put a pound on it in the bookies to see what we get back. But <laughs> I, I bet I you will lose a pound. Yeah, I was thinking Lewis for the for the eighth title. And Ferrari to win the constructors. Yeah, for me it's Ferrari or McLaren. But that's that's just a prediction. We don't know nothing about these cars. I've only seen what I've seen. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> I haven't heard the engines yet. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes on, and uh, we'll, we keep we keep you guys up to date with everything that goes on in the F1 season. Is there anything you want to say before we head off? No, I look forward to. Uh, Watching the testing. Definitely. So you hear the year first at the Pit Stop Podcast. We'll be back again next week. Uh, like, share, and subscribe and all that good stuff. And hopefully we'll be going racing soon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>